0: Well, uh, we want to thank the following sponsors to help you bring this week three action to you. And boy, it's a lot. And we're going to get a lot more to you. But we want to thank Iowa Tire, Fairfield, Iowa. Kyoto Transmission and Repair. Uh, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent of Kyoto, Iowa. Homeplate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Iowa. Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. b and Propane r and Breaks Facebook page of Dubuque, Iowa, for the best sports cards in Iowa. Richardson's Tech Solutions of, of Richland, Iowa. Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of, of Peota and surrounding areas. And the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. We got Travis Wright of the... Wapalo indians who just got his first win as head coach of wapolo i'm sure the the town and the surrounding areas are walking on uh uh on on skis today as they're probably pretty excited about this new era of uh victories you kind of uh, ushered in friday night
1: yeah i think you know first, first off just thanks for having me again it's nice hearing your voice dave and yeah we're excited um we had a good time Friday night and afterwards, and, and uh, from there. So yeah, exciting.
0: Okay. Well, uh, you played the Wise and Muscatine, so I'm sure they had a lot of fans there. Uh, you, I'm sure you guys traveled a, a lot of fans there. Um, you, you you slugged out a fourteen to sixteen win. Um, uh, you know, Scotty Melvin and I have looked into your team, and we see a lot of positives. They're a team you can root for. They're they're a fun team to watch. Uh, um, and I'm sure it was it, how fun was it for the kids to get that first win for first question?
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun for them. You know, L was their homecoming. So they, they really, uh, were pumped up for that game, you know, just being down the road from uh Wapen there. And so, yeah, it was, they were really pumped up and they had a, they were, you know, they had a really good time. You know, the, the second half was the third quarter wasn't our best quarter um, of the season and, and uh, they really fought through that in the fourth quarter and found out they were in a ball game. Um, we really we had a lot of opportunities. Um, we gave up, you know, we were in the red zone four times and didn't execute and that has been a struggle for us this year. I think we're 0 and nine in the in the red zone this year. And that's that's tough to go and win in a close game, but they they you know, they fought and pulled it out in a
0: play. All right. Well, um, Take me through the game, the scorings, and the, the back and forth. Uh, this game must have been, uh, um, and, and kind of give me some of your your feelings on the sidelines of you know maybe we're going to get a win, maybe they're going to come back, uh, um, and what, maybe some halftime adjustments that you had to make to to get this victory. But uh, let's talk about you know what you did on the on the ground that got this win.
1: Yeah, so we came out and you know, they they took the ball right away, and we kind of we shut them down, and then our offense went right down the field and we knew we could push or we can move the ball. We've been pretty successful just with the various teams we've played so far, which have been quality teams prior up to LNM. And, and we got right down there. We got, I think we got down to the four yard line again and, and we just, we just stalled. And so um, we ended up uh, um, turnover on downs there. And then, um, you know, the first quarter ended with a zero zero tie and then LM got the ball back and they uh, had a third and long, I think, on their own – or on our, like, 25-yard line, and they ran a trick play on us, um, a halfback pass, and, you know, caught us caught us looking in the backfield there and got us. And, you know, the kids, their eyes got big. You know, it's, we've talked about all, all last week that we got an opportunity, you know, to win, score some points on this team with our offense because we feel we can, we can do that any given week. And, and you know, they, it was like we're in a game. We're in a football game. This is why we're here. And, you uh, and so they they continued to fight, and then we got to the end of the end of the second quarter. There, you know, there was a minute some left, and we were down six nothing. And L&M was punting, and we had a um, an interior lineman, um, Colton Small, blocked the punt, and then we had another interior lineman, Isaac Hewitt, picked the punt up, scooped it right up, and took it forty yards for a touchdown. So you just uh, you know that was uh, that was a memorable moment for the kids and me. And the coaches, you don't see that very often. Number 74, um, you know, jaunting across the, the uh, goal line there. And he, used to, he even ran out the back of the end zone. He didn't know where to stop. And uh, he was so excited. So we, uh, we've had a good time with Isaac on that so far in film film reviews and over the weekend. So, um, yeah, it was a good – was, that was really good. Momentum change. We punched in the two-point conversion, which if you look at that 16-14 score, that's huge getting us up eight, six. And then, um, the next possession, uh, we sent our sent our middle linebacker, Grant Wilson in for a blitz. And, uh, we had a fumble, um, L and uh, tailback fumbled there and Grant jumped right on it. And we're talking about, um, within, you know, 10 seconds of our Isaac's touchdown on that block punt, And then, so we said, let's just go for the end zone on this. And, um, Belzer, you know, he's, he continues to progress in a positive way with this program. That quarterback throws a nice ball to Rowan Atkinson into the end zone. and Next thing you know, within 20 seconds, we're up 14-6 to at the end of the half there. And uh, we knew, let's get this two-point conversion in. Jaron Frank did a great job getting in on a sweep, um, a lot of determination there. He didn't have much blocking and got in and made it 16-6 going into half.
0: Wow, wow! I love Belzer. he's why I like watching the team. I just love the way he improvises and the way he rolls out. And and um, you know, the first two team games you're playing some pretty damn great teams, you know. Uh, but he was—I don't know—it never, nothing ever seemed to phase him. Uh, you know, whether he was up or down or whatever, he seemed to kind of be the same all the time. And and he's always looking for something. He's always looking downfield. He's always trying to see those opportunities, you know, and he sees when they're not there too. Uh, 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 he seems like a fun kid.
1: Yeah. Carson is, Carson's been, a, he's been a real, real fun to be around right now. You know, we're in this progression of he's, he's reading safeties and outside linebackers. He's, he's reading the defense and which is awesome for a first year quarterback. And um, there was a throw in the third, third quarter. And that was a fourth quarter, I think correct me. There is uh. Um, he made a, he stepped up and made a throw and we watched it on film last night with the coaches and he threw that ball 30 yards off the back of his foot and hit, um, Matt Helster on the sideline. And we're, we're trying to tweak him if he'd throw with his weight distributed correctly, that's a touchdown, but just the throws he makes and the reads he's making in game three, um, is just, you know, it's, 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 good. it's adding a lot of value to our offense and what we can do uh, moving forward. So we're, we're proud of him
0: on that. He reminds me of Fran Tarkington. <laughs> yep, Raiders Fran Tarkington. You know, he never had very much blocking, and 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 uh, uh, he would, uh, uh, but he would improvise and roll out and scramble and make things happen that just probably shouldn't happen. But uh, I think you got a winner there in Belzer, and, and you're off to a fun start. Well, let's a little, go a little bit over the second half. It looks like they got another score on you there.
1: Yeah, so the second half was more of a defensive battle for sure. We adjusted at halftime with some of our gap assignments with our middle linebackers. That's been an area that we've really tried to improve over the last week. I know Columbus really exposed us in that area um, with their line and picking up those blocks. So we uh, kind of ramped it up a little bit over halftime with that. And and so it went 0-0 um, in the uh, – I think it was in the third. Uh, one of those – we had a uh, block punt, so they blocked one of our punts, and and really um, got deep in territory on us, and then just punched it in for for uh, eight points there, I think it was. So they made it sixteen to fourteen going into the fourth. I think I think it was going into the fourth when it happened, and so we were a yeah. little, little bit down on that. You know, our special teams is something we work on, and we just missed our missed our assignment there on that block. And Jackson Lance, you know, you didn't you don't see it, but he was our punter. And they almost had the same scenario that, you know, we had a scoop up and score. Um, but Jackson did a good job of getting to the ball and, and uh, knocking out of bounds, which, which you know, from a momentum standpoint, could have been huge you know, if they moved in to the fourth. You know, they just still t- scored a touchdown, but just having that energy from a, a scoop up and score from a lineman goes a long ways for a team. So um, we had that, and then we got into fourth, and it just was really – the thing that was a little disturbing is we had a lot of penalties in the fourth quarter, a lot of discipline issues, um, um, personal fouls and um, offsides and false starts. And so we're going to work on that this week. But um, we once again moved the ball. We felt we were going to kind of put this game out of reach um, and and uh, either hit a field goal or, uh, or a PAT, et cetera. And we got down to the three, four-yard line again and just stalled. Um, there in the mid of the, mid fourth quarter, and uh, turnover on downs, and we had them pinned on the one yard line, and we got a you know, a personal foul that got them moved them out to the twenty, right around there, and uh, they just continued to drive the ball into the, the fourth quarter, and uh, things are getting a little nerve wracking there, Dave.
0: Uh, I mean, a game of six, 16 to fourteen, got to keep you uh, 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 got to keep your stomach tight all night.
1: Yep, and so we uh, they started. They got crossed the you know, fifty yard line there, and uh, a couple minutes left, and we adjusted. Um, we saw that they were trying to throw it to. Uh, they got a you know they got a, a six four wide receiver, and they were trying to target him towards the end of the game. And we adjusted, and Rowan Atkinson made a nice nice play on it and intercepted the ball to seal it to uh, to end the game there at the end of the fourth there. But uh, and, you know, hats off to Rowan. Um, he's a sophomore for it. He's progressing in the program. He, we asked him to do a lot of positions, you know, safety on offense. He plays the X and the Z and the wide, the split outs, the wide receiver positions, and he's also our backup quarterback. He's our JV quarterback. Um, he's uh, coming along. He made, you know, he had a touchdown, receiving touchdown with Belzer and, and then that INT. And, you know, he was really the player of the game, You want MVP there. So, um, no, it was – it was a lot of fun. And, you know, also want to mention um, we did have a little personnel change this week as we moved Matt Helsher in from wide receiver to tailback to our age position and moved Jaron Frank up to fullback this week. Um, just, we felt Jaron could block being a senior um, and also some of our screen passes, a little better uh, pass receiver there. And then Matt's just, he's just a hard runner. So I think, I think Helsher had 22 carries for 71 yards. And Dave, we adjusted in the fourth. We, we just couldn't block up front. L&M was getting through, and we just ran, I think we ran eight sweet plays in a row and just to get get some time killed on the clock. So um, super proud of those two being, being uh, team players.
0: All right, well, we got the first win in the Travis Wright uh, era at Wapolo, uh, and it didn't take him uh, very long. Uh, uh, one thing I want to say is uh, – how much did playing this really, really tough talent in the second game uh, prepare your team for uh, uh, what's, uh, this is district play, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. so you get on, on the schools, your same size, the same level, uh, and now all of a sudden you're completing and, and putting on a win. What does this win do for your players' uh, confidence and moving forward?
1: It's, you know, it, it does a lot. It's mental toughness. We talked after the West Burlington game, you know, they were, they played 3A ball last year, 2A this year, and they've got a lot of success going so far. We were in that game until that pick six, you know, into the third there. And and then we played junction, you know, the week after. And, you know, I told the kids, you can't win a football game in the first quarter, but you can sure lose it. And that's what happened in that junction game. And I said, keep your heads up. Let's, you know, it's all about mental toughness. And when we go with the, you know this last stretch of our schedule, the last six games, they're all winnable. Um, and so you got a good opportunity to put five, six wins on the on the board, moving forward, and just stay in it, keep working, and uh, you know, it's the keep just keep grinding.
0: Well, you're off to a pretty good start, really, uh, in the conference at one and one. Uh, uh, I think you're doing a good job there. Uh, tell me, uh, let's talk a little bit about the defense. Uh, there had to be some standout defensive players, and, and you mentioned some. But maybe there's some more kids that that uh, uh, you'd like to recognize for playing a pretty great game on defense.
1: Yeah, so defense, you know, it's it's interesting. We talk about Jackson Lance just with his six four, you know, his height and his receiving abilities. He has progressed so much on the defensive side. He ended up with ten tackles for us, um, nine solo tackles, and he made the plays when we need them. And he's and he he is really. He's really coming along on the defensive side. Um, his offensive side is just natural, but his defense—he's reading the, you know, he's reading the plays. He's he's making his right, you know, um, gap assignments. He's making his, you know, his form tackles. He's just got it all right now. He's hit hard. Um, you see him on film or YouTube. He's he's coming up and you know, laying the wood. You want to say when when the uh, running back's out there, the quarterback or wide receiver. So we're really excited about what we get out of him moving forward and then you know Matt Halsher continues to average 10 tackles a game on our other outside linebacker position and then just a couple other dementia I mentioned those middle linebackers kind of got exposed in the junction game last you know two couple of weeks ago um, Dominica uh, abotson came in to this week and it was just determined that he wasn't gonna go you know zero tackles like he did in the junction game and he had nine tackles and he filled and he was just you know, energetic as can be. And then uh, the last one is just Garrett Cooley over at our um, cornerback position. He had five solo tackles. And one of them was at the end of the fourth quarter on a fourth down that probably saved a game-winning touchdown um, in the flats. And so um, that's, you know, that's huge when you start getting, you know, multiple uh, multiple defenders up above five tackles. We've talked about it all week. Is all 11 to the ball and no more of this. Um, one guy making a solo tackle all the time, um, and that's you know, that's what we got to improve on. Is all eleven to the ball all the time.
0: Well, um, so let's. Uh, is there anything about the offense stats or anything that you want to mention?
1: You know the offensive stats. I kind of mentioned. Uh, uh, Hellshire had twenty-two carries for seventy-one yard, and then um, on the receiving side, you know, Belzer distributed the ball to four different wide receivers. So. You know, Jackson got a couple catches. You know, he had one right at the start of the game for, I don't know, I think, 35, 40 yards, and then from there they kind of figured out Jackson was – I think they knew it coming in, but Jackson was the target. Um, so they, they kind of covered him up the rest of the game. But, uh, you know, Jaron Frank came in, and and uh, he had three catches for 68 yards. And then, you know, as I mentioned Rowan before, he had four catches for 60 yards. And so you look at that, at the end of the day, Belzer – you know, he threw for 189 yards and, you know, he was 11 for 21. Um, I think he had a pretty – he had a really good game. Um, we got some things to work on. He threw a couple picks, kind of floated, you know, under pressure and just threw them out there um, on one of them, that is. So the other one was just uh, – um, it was kind of a 50-50 ball. It was a nice play by the L&M cornerback. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, Carson is just – you know, throw for 189 yards in your third game, that's – something to be you know
0: proud of yeah proud um i'm proud of you i tell you that man i've been you know cheering you're you guys are doing a great job of broadcasting your games uh um and that helps a lot of people get to see what's going on over there and uh you 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 got really good cameras and and you're up and you know how to keep it going and you got a good live stream it's continuous uh and you can you know that's a great way for me to keep track of it well is there anything else about this game that we need to talk about
1: you know, I think the only thing probably just to finish up on is, you know, we talked about as we come out of the junction game, we kind of got whooped up a little bit, like I mentioned earlier in that first quarter. And it was it was a tough quarter. We came out and scored on on Columbus, and we felt optimistic going in that we could keep it within um, a few scores and, and have some fun and learn some things from them because they're a quality team. And uh, so we had a little chip on our shoulder. And, you know, we said, let's get a W, and let's just, let's just get back to our mentality of – a want to know each week, let's, let's quit looking ahead on some things. So, um, um, you know, it's just another day at the office. We say is, uh, we had a good day last Friday. Um, and so we just going kind to of continue to have those and, and adjust where we need to and improve.
0: Well, all I can tell you about is, uh, you can tell your players for me, uh, when you're uh, playing Columbus, you know, it's like wrestling a bear. You're going to get scratched up. Uh, you know, you're playing a team that's capable of being a state champion right there you know uh and you guys aren't really there yet you know but you made a lot, a big step forward towards getting things and it looks like to me you're in position to be a factor in this uh in this playoff race and you definitely uh, uh got a shot at an upper division finish here um and your team has made a lot of strides forward there i'm going to point them out as one of the teams that i'm seeing uh, along with the peak and panthers have made uh, some of the most improvement in the first three games. What do you, uh, would you agree about that? I'd agree. I'd agree. I, yep. I agree, Dave. So, well, coach, uh, as so, um, I, I want to ask you about this week, uh, who do you got this Friday? Uh, uh I, I think I know, I think it's actually up on my Twitter poll. Who, who are you? playing? Yeah. We got Van Buren. Oh yeah. I, I got Van, Van Buren. Buren. Well, I yep. want to, um, If you follow Round Guy Radio or or Dave Johnson on Twitter, uh, David Johnson on Twitter there, uh, um, I put up polls. I started putting up polls each week uh, uh, about the games, and I got the Wapolo-Van Buren game up. So, um, you guys can, as a matter of fact, it's a 100% uh, Wapolo so far, as I'm looking at it right now. Um, uh, But uh, Van Buren is a team just like you. Uh, uh, a team that's kind of, uh, uh, I think they got a first year coach. Uh, uh, I think they've got some talent. Uh, they got their first win on the board in a real hard fought game against uh, uh, Highland. Um, I'm thinking this is going to be a good game. It's a round guy radio marquee matchup. I can tell you that. What do you know about Van Buren and what are you going to have to do to be successful against them?
1: Yeah, the, the only thing I've seen, you know, on Van Buren so far is that I. I they've got an athlete for a quarterback. I've noticed um, he's, he's mobile he's got a good arm. I assume he might've been part of, you know, some of that baseball success they recently had. Um, so I was impressed with that. Um, and then I think for, uh, from our standpoint, we just got to fundamentally, we just got to execute some of the things we haven't been there those first two weeks. And we saw a little bit of that against L and some of our, our tackling, our form and our gap assignments with our middle linebackers. So, Long as we do that, understand our reads, and uh, and um, you know punch it into the end zone, get off this this zero and nine stint in the goal line or the red zone. Excuse me, is I think
0: we'll be fine. I think that that's what you need to do. Um, you and you need to clean up the penalties. You know, uh, um, the shooting yourself in the foot, and I think that's probably you're shooting yourself in the foot in the red zone. If I'm not incorrect.
1: Nope, you're correct, Dave.
0: Okay, so so let's let's just you know what, and it takes time to get that timing together to get every everybody on the same page all the time, and and uh, there's a lot of noise out there in a football game, so sometimes it uh, um it's hard to hear the count and all the things that are going on. So, uh, uh, but you're making a lot of progression in that area, and I think if you can get you could get some kind of a, give them a tell them they need to get some kind of Main street going you know when they're in the red zone and uh uh, you tell them round guy radio says for sure this week there's a there's a touchdown in the red zone coming out of the wapalo indians
1: nope i will do that we actually play your uh podcast over our film session well that's a
0: round guy guarantee and i very rarely make that guarantee but some point in time you guys are going to put it together in this next game against van buren county now uh i'll tell you what they got a kid named uh uh, boba fett there uh lucas fett i call him boba fett i call him the bounty hunter and uh you better pay attention to that young man because he is one skilled uh uh player if they get the ball in his hands i'm sure he's going to be hard to bring down and uh um uh, because i just i really followed their baseball team once the state championship so they got some of the players from that on there so they got some talent and I really think this is going to be a great game. And if anybody's going to be around, uh, uh, is that a home or a way? It's a way. It's a okay, way. Yep. Down in but well, It's a, uh, 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 they got, they got kind of a tough atmosphere down there. Uh, uh, have you, uh, uh, I don't know if you were assistant coach or anything before. Have you been down there? I have.
1: I've been down. I saw, I've, yep. When coach Parsons played down there um, years ago, I followed, I followed for the last 20 years. So 25. So, yep. I've been there
0: all right is it a pretty tough place to play
1: it can be yeah yeah i think it will be friday nights we just gotta we gotta come ready to play
0: i haven't been there uh uh before what's the atmosphere like at the van buren football
1: game um it sits you know kind of in that countryside so you can really get a good feel for you know it's that's the one thing happening out there you know underneath the lights so there's they get a good turnout um from there in that community. I think they got various communities around there, so.
0: Is is your uh, cornfields visible? Yes. Oh, yes. that's a football field if it's got cornfield visible. Never trust a town that doesn't, that, uh, never trust a school that, that doesn't have a cornfield around it. That's my policy.
1: <laughs> noted, I've got that noted, Dave.
0: All right. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about before I let you go? This is kind of dwindling down into uh, uh, less nope. than perfect content on my end here.
1: Nope, I am. uh, I am good, and thank you for having me. Like I mentioned earlier.
0: All right. Well, congratulations on getting the win. Good luck this week. It's going to be a hard-fought one. uh, um, But stick to it and uh, punch that in there on the round uh, on the end zone there. Don't make me look bad. Yep, we'll do. We'll do one. All All right. right. Talk to you later. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flint Cliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators. For both first and second shift, call 319-752-2781.